Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, listener, and thank you very much for joining us. Your efforts to get this far are greatly appreciated. We'll be chatting to some brewers, directors, people who own bars and bottle shops. Anyone with interest and opinion about beer is a valid guest for the show. I'm not claiming to be an expert in any of these things. In fact, far from it. I feel I haven't even begun to explore the tip of this particular iceberg all I am is is an enthusiast. It's the end of the road And I can't let go I'll make love to you Like you want me to <laughs> Episode 6 The last episode Of Series 1 of Taplands Podcast have you liked it? Well, bloody hope so. I've liked making it. It's been dead good. For the final episode, we've got a treat in the form of Christian Townsley, one of the co-founders and co-owners of the North Bar chain, a chain of pubs in and around the Leeds area. They've got one over in Harrogate, but most of them are in Leeds and its satellite towns. Christian's a really nice guy. We had a little minor hiccup with the recording, which you'll hear about at the beginning of the episode. But we luckily managed to sort that out. It's nothing to strike about too much. We've got a nice hour's worth of, of interview for you now, so get yourself comfy. Thank you very much for, uh, for joining us again. <laughs> when I say again, I need to I need to uh, just just lay something on the table for the listener. This isn't the first time we've had this conversation. <laughs> we we uh, after a little bit of email to and fro, we 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 finally decided upon the uh, the time of six forty five Monday morning last week, which when we met up, and we had I thought it was a really good. Good in crack man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Started thought, off with a coffee as well. Started so. off with a little brew. Yeah, it was nice. A bit earlier than either of us would generally be engaging <laughs> in in uh, in depth conversation. I'm sure, but well, certainly for me anyway. Who's a mountain walking around with a dog at that point? <laughs> I just talked to myself. But then, yeah. After 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 that, and I, I maybe I think it's punishment for me thinking to myself before we finish. Well, this has gone really well. This is really <laughs> this is this has gone ace. And I looked at the. Uh, 
the recorder and there was a file error and we lost 102 minutes, uh, one hour, two minutes worth of worth of audio. Fucked it right up yep. at the last hurdle. <laughs> so thanks very much for, for agreeing to do this again. Absolute pleasure. <laughs> I enjoyed it so much. <laughs> and this time, it's not the first thing in the morning. It's, it's eight o'clock, oh, half past eight-ish. We're sat on your back terrace overlooking the lovely Yorkshire countryside and it's idyllic man it's a very it's nice right, place it? to sit and have a chat yeah. drinking some of your canned Kolsch Herzog yeah. which we'll get on to but yeah thanks again summer for having beer us. for a summer's night a summer beer for a summer's night I'm enjoying it yeah, yeah. it's alright and we, 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 we discussed the origins of the of the name last time ah, about yeah. it being yeah, yeah. Uh, about it being I'm going to have, it's difficult not to try and go, to, to go over every try not to go yeah, over everything yeah. we already mentioned, but we can just have a chat and see what happens. But yeah, I like the name. I'm, as we discussed, I'm a Herzog, Werner yeah. Herzog yeah. fan. So yeah, I thought yeah, it was I, a nice I made, touch. I made some notes. Did you? I was like, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna You're gonna check, check it out. out. Yeah. yeah, I haven't had a chance yet. It's been a pretty hectic uh, week, but yeah. I was like, right, I'm gonna do it. Get it. Uh, get def- on Netflix and it. yeah. I don't know if there's anything on Netflix, but you should you should definitely check it yeah. out. Yeah. And, I often find it's maybe better to be something to be watching alone. It's not something that my girlfriend usually yeah. enjoys all that much. Don't, don't, don't set, what I'm saying is don't set anyone up for this is <laughs> going to be ace. Apart from Grizzly Man, you know, that people, they'll be able to get into that. Yeah. That's, as long as they don't mind Grizzly the, Yeah, the gory end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, and also, I forgot to mention that in the pursuit of saving the data, I was just saving the audio last week just wildly downloading files and I managed to get a virus in my my Mac and I spent all no. week just trying to get rid of that no. Yeah. oh no <laughs> and yeah, that's really bad it's my fault because I don't look at st- I don't oh, read the, the bump I just think right oh that'll do it that'll, that'll get that'll free up the audio that'll, that'll save it that'll rescue it and it never came back oh no way it never came back and I got this virus and it took me till last night to, to fully get rid of it it was a right How's your Mac now? Oh. It's all right, man. I think it's all right now. It was. It wasn't anything too malicious. It was just. It was something which was. It was redirecting all searches, and it was being. The, the, presumably, this redirection was just being monitored by a third party for more targeted advertising, and hopefully, nothing too. Yeah. It doesn't seem sinister. like it's anything too sinister. Yeah, yeah. But fingers crossed. I used to think that you could never get a virus on a Mac, but. Uh... Well, that, that that I think that is. I'm not. I'm a. I'm not a computer guy all that much, but you have to when you when you have a program which which alters the st- the state of the uh, uh, any of the the workings. Fucking hell, mm. I'm obviously not a computer man. <laughs> any of the workings. If you've got a program, give up a job in IT. <laughs> <laughs> then you have to you have to give it authorization to change something rather than uh, Windows. Right, it will just do it. Where this you have to give it authorization, but because I thought I was downloading programs, which well I was I was down I was using and installing programs I downloaded, stupidly thinking they were they were okay. Mm. They just I just gave them full permission to do whatever they wanted to do. But anyway, it seems to be right now. Good. So yeah, we're all back Happy on track. Ending. So yeah, enough about my recording walls. Let's uh, let's talk about let's talk about you. So I started off last time, and I want to do it again. Just by running over just a couple of things which what I found on on your LinkedIn page about N- North Bar and the North Bar chain, which you are <coughs> owner, yeah, co-owner, co-owner, yep. director, yeah, North Bar. So this is amongst other amongst other 
information on your LinkedIn page. North Bar, winner of the Publication Awards Best Drink Section 2014. Winner of the Observer Food and Drink Best Place to Drink in Britain. Number one British bar, Telegraph 2012. Top 10 UK craft beer bar, The Guardian 2011. And it's widely regarded as the UK's first craft beer bar, which is impressive. It's an impressive array of, of accolades. I was chuffed with the Observer one. Yeah, man. That was really good. Yeah. It was a... Uh... Because we didn't, it was it was way before social media. Yeah. It's like it's a few years old. It shouldn't really shouldn't be. I still I still shouldn't be. Uh, I shouldn't be still banging on about it really. But, but it's, uh, it's, it's nice it's to have still, it there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but we didn't know that the um, in our in our blindness and naivety, we didn't even know that that was a thing. And we just got a call mm. saying that we'd uh, we'd won it, That's which was amazing. Because yeah. like now, you know, we'll we'll. We'll uh, we'll hammer the hell out of it on on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. And try you know, and, and like everybody does, you yeah, know, and say, oh, you know, you know, we we would love to be voted for this, and yeah. and that's what people do, and and uh, and that's how it works. But it was it was before that, and uh, yeah, I just got a call. I thought it was like a, I thought it was somebody taking the mickey. Yeah. And uh, no, we we it was I was made up with that. Really that's made up with that. Yeah. So the a few years ago. Yeah. So that was how long ago? It was two thousand and five. Two thousand and five. Think. And how long at that point? How long had you been going? Let's go back to the start of things. <coughs> and how did North Bar come about? Nineteen ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Um, yeah. And John and I had been working at the Town and Country Club. Yeah. Um, which was a, a like it was like the music, the big music venue in Leeds at the yeah. time. Um, and uh, he wanted to open a bar and. Dragged me along for the ride. Yeah. Um, you, were, you were keen to go from, from the offing, were you? you, were, you yeah, were, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was working in a record shop as well at the yeah. time, so it was. I was working in a record shop during the day and at the town mm. country club on a night. He was there. He was the TNC full time, and yeah, he'd been looking for a while. He'd been looking for a while, and and when he got, we found a place and said, you know, do you want to come and do this? I was like, yeah, it was. It was just seemed like a laugh at the time, yeah. and it wasn't. The motivation was that there wasn't really anything um, that good in Leeds mm-hmm. at the time. There were a couple of places that were really um, stood out, that really stood out, like Arts Cafe, mm. um, a Porto and Mojo opened mm. just before us. Mm. Are you talking um, good in terms of a venue, a place to hang out, or good in terms of uh, beer offering? I mean, there was nothing good in, in terms of beer offering, no. even after we opened, yeah. <laughs> um, to start with. But... Um, uh, in terms of a, a venue offering, it was it, it just Leeds was such a different place. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, I moved down here from Sunderland and here. I moved to Leeds from Sunderland, and and Sunderland was a, you know, pretty ropey. Mm-hmm. But when I moved down to Leeds, I felt like I had to stay on my toes a bit. Mm. You know, you felt like as a student, you felt a bit a bit. You know, yeah. vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, not, you know, it wasn't like you're looking over your shoulder all the time, no. but it wasn't wasn't really a nice place to be in town. No. Um, and John was from Manchester, and I'd seen like you know the the, the uh, development of some of some good places mm. over there, some good interesting bars over there. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, so so North Auckland, with a view to to create somewhere good. Somewhere that people like us would like mm, to drink, yeah. and that was what we were doing really. Mm. And I think that's what we've always done. I think with each venue, I think we've opened saying 
which is probably why the venues are all a little bit different, probably why the offering has evolved a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, over the years, you're thinking that's just that, that they're all different because they're reflecting your current taste when you when you set them up, or are you reflecting the? Are you trying to provide something you think the people in the locality would be interested in? A little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, a bit of both. Mm. Think. Uh, I mean, I don't really think about the. I don't really. Uh, we give the decor so much like thought. Mm. We have to because we we. We, you know, we've done a lot of it on a pretty tight mm. budget, so you have to invest a lot of uh, as much creativity as you possibly can. I think when you're doing that, but um, I, I think the different in terms of the the offering did develop mm-hmm. um, from you know from when we opened, which was in 1997, part funded by a loan from John Smiths, and right. we were selling Cronenberg and Fosters and Beamish Red and <laughs> Guinness. You know, it was pretty poor selection it's all draft stuff yeah yeah and and you know really crap stuff in the fridges mm-hmm. um stuff that you wouldn't boast mm-hmm. i mean yeah really not not good uh like things like becks and red stripe yeah. and stuff that would have been considered like a premium product mm-hmm. but you know you look back not now anymore, yeah. um but uh the the so that often that evolved, and I, I was thinking about this over the week, actually. Excellent. So you, you've, you've, you've had Since a chance to think talk, about something we chatted about. Yeah, and there's, a, there's uh, something that's really key right. to uh, the, the beer thing. And I was, you know, I always try and think to myself, I think I'm just getting old and my memory's gone. Yeah. So you try and think back, what was it? You know, what was that first beer that really got us into it? Right. And I know that the, it was like the Shimmies and Duval mm. and, you know, Schneiderweiss and yeah. those beers that really captivated us yeah. I was thinking how did we find them in the first place yeah. and I, I I've worked it out in 1998 uh, we started a plan for the World Cup mm-hmm. and we're painted a we're painting a football pitch on the wall behind the bar and we started a plan to say right what we'll do is we'll have a beer for every country and, and for each game of, yeah, for yeah. each game, we'll put that beer against that beer for all the way oh, through yeah. the tournament. So that was where that was. So we started to research beers for yeah. that specific reason to, to find you know yeah. what was going to be a really good Belgian beer to put in, yeah. and and uh, if Belgium were in the World Cup in '98. So. Uh, no, you're asking I the wrong guy there. So. I have no idea. So. Uh, so you're, it, yeah, you're, that, your story falls on its heart if they were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Germany were. Sure of that. Yeah. But so it was. Uh, that that will have been the the. Uh, Do you remember the who won it? The the, I don't. France. I don't, how old was I? Uh, Guess in France I or Brazil? Know, I can't no. remember. Yeah, I think my mate. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure someone listening will know, so they'll be able France, to fill in the blanks Brazil. there. Do you remember any of the beers that you associate with any any countries? Um, no, no. That, but that's no. an interesting little. That's 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 because you that you didn't that didn't come to mind last week, did it? When no, we were chatting, it must have just. It didn't. No, it was because it, for years. Yeah, yeah, it was because I was thinking the other day we were um, we'd been we we had intended to do the same this year for oh, the right. Euros. Yeah. And um, for for one reason or another, we haven't really we haven't got it sorted yeah. for the start of the tournament. So we said, well, we'll do it for the for the for the um, maybe the last eight yeah. or something like that. 
and and as soon I was talking about that with uh, our ops manager Bean, and while I, while I was talking about it, it that, that, that I must have been going home thinking about it, and the penny dropped. It's like Remember. shit. That was it. <laughs> it was that must have been it. It must be it. I I can't think of what else would have made me go out and find Duval. So that's twelve months. That's that's essentially twelve. It would have been in. just all, yeah. It would have been yeah a bit less than that. Yeah, less than twelve months in, and you've gone from selling. Massive amounts of what was it? Which beers you were the biggest account in the country for? Uh, well, for uh, Guinness. Guinness. Big, biggest account in the north for Guinness. In the north for Guinness. We was did a lot of Guinness. A big one for Cronenberg. In Cronenberg, well. we yeah. did tons of Cronenberg. Yeah, yeah. We, we had like a mega account of Cronenberg. You yeah. were the first people in the country to. to I suppose that comes that come a bit later. Uh, yeah, or, yeah. So then we went from that to we started a, uh, we started to get a real interest in beer and mm. and and just. Do what we cut, what we could. Yeah. With um, with John Smiths, we had a we, we had a loan with them yeah. that got paid back in our barrelage. So the more beer we bought, the quicker the loan got paid yeah. off. And there was a minimum barrage that we had to, barrage that we had to service. So if we we were doing that very comfortably, mm. which gave us a bit of leeway, so we weren't fully tied. Yeah. All we had to do was do the barrelage. Mm. We could have had one product on, mm. and if it had done it, it would mm. have been fine. So we weren't. So that gave us a bit of leeway with other products. So we were working closely with John, with uh, James Clear, mm. in uh, Elland, and um, and then we started to. And then over the years, we started to work with uh, Vertical Drinks, mm-hmm. who have uh, Kirkstall Brewery, um, and so yeah, that was uh, we had a bit of a we had a, we had uh, that 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 space to play with because we were because John Smiths were happy. Mm. Um, and that just grew and grew. Yeah, that so was quite a decent relationship that wasn't it? You know, symbiotic yeah, almost. Yeah, they were, I mean, they were getting what they wanted. Out yeah, of absolutely. You guys. Fair you, play to them. You were happy yeah. to carry on selling their products because I'm sure that was to, making some brass back for you as well, wasn't it? The, the, the products you were getting off John Smiths. Yeah, yeah. They were, people were coming in to drink that. Yeah, that beer. Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, but as time wore on and we got more and more into our more interesting beers. Mm. The John Smith became like a bit of a sort of ball and chain, mm-hmm. really, and we just mm-hmm. wanted to get rid of it as quickly mm-hmm. as we possibly could. So we 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 got rid of that pretty early. We didn't. Uh, I mean, I don't know how long the the agreement would have been. Maybe five years, mm-hmm. but we got rid of it pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been three years, I guess, right. before we'd cleared the the you, you got through, uh, I you guess got through I don't the, know. the required barrelage and yeah yeah, yeah and, and shifted you know, it less time than they, yeah than they and expected. then and then we were just free to do what we wanted so as soon as we so we got uh, we had we replaced Cronenberg with uh, I think we would have had Lindeboom mm. and we had Dortmunder on as well at the time um, Dortmunder Union and we we you know we'd started. I think our, we'd started putting uh, Hoe Garden on, mm-hmm. and then we'd had the first account for Erdinger, mm. and in the uh, whole co- in the country, yeah, on draft, yeah, and then uh, same for Sierra Nevada, mm. Pale Ale, and then what year you talking for Sierra Nevada? Oh blimey, I don't know. Um, like roughly, I would, oh, I'd guess, I would guess around about two thousand and one. Two thousand and one. I'm I guessing. I thought it was that long ago, you know. I'm guessing. It's impressive, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I am certain it was before we opened the cross keys. Yeah. I'm, I'm certain, not a doubt in my mind. Yeah. It was before the cross keys. We opened that in 2005. Yeah. So, 
It would have been at the latest 2003. I think it was earlier than that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So that was that was uh, our. That was how it evolved, really. So and you, then, yeah. You, you moved on from from your high street lagers and your uh, draft uh, draft bitters to to more of a uh, more of a, a European style continental yeah. offering. And then when when did so you presumably your bottle selection was growing at the same time yeah. as your, your draft. Yeah. And then when did you start to get British cask ale? Yeah, well, we talked about that, don't we? So we, we had cask right from the start. Right, okay. Through John Smith, but it was a I mean it was a pretty poor range. Right. It would have been um it would have been dictated by what they had in. We didn't yeah. go anywhere else for cask no. beer at the time to start with. And then it just sort of I don't know. I think it was uh, Roosters. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Steve Holt, yeah. who um, who owns Kirkstall Brewery and Vertical Drinks, he introduced us to Roosters, yeah. and it was it was like a magical moment where yeah. it was like, wow, this is this is better than what we have yeah. been drinking, yeah. you know. And we might have had some. We might have had some all right. Yeah. Uh, I remember. I remember we used to have uh, Spitfire. Oh yeah. We used to get yeah. that in quite yeah, regularly. Yeah. But we weren't great, at, you know, we weren't brilliant at keeping no. the beer. And that was something that we had to learn on the job, I think. Um, but, yeah, then we discovered Roosters, and it was just like, wow, this is mm. special. And we went over to meet them. I remember, I remember uh, we, uh, we got in touch and said, oh, can we come and see you? And it was uh, Roosters at the time was, well, it was set up and owned by Sean and Alison Franklin. Mm. And... Uh, um, Sean is a great brewer and just has the most incredible nose mm. for aromas. He can get like a, a really great balance of uh, hops. Mm. Um, really delicate though, you know, not in a, yeah. not in a. He's not heavy hand. He wasn't heavy handed. He was. Mm. He was. He just got the, everything right. Um, but yeah, went over to see them, and he picked us up from the station in Nesborough, um, and. And he was a bit quiet, and I, he's a bit cagey. I think he he sort of said, "So, so why have you come? Why have you come to the brewery?" Yeah. And we just say, "Oh, we just want to yeah. want to see it and come and say hello and that." And I think he was a little bit. Uh, you thought you coming to sneak sneak some ideas. I, I don't know what he thought. Yeah, yeah. But then we went on to 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 develop a really like lovely friendship with those guys. First of all, it wouldn't been quite. It's a very inclusive world at the minute, isn't it? You know, we, oh, yeah. we, we have. Yeah. Bars coming into work, and we people go to other people's <coughs> breweries, and you're invited in. Breweries yeah. like people come in, and brewery have t- breweries have tap rooms, and you can. Yeah. Everyone's happy to chat about it. And yeah. Whilst people presumably have things they don't want to be telling everyone about the way they do things, everyone seems very open. Everyone's yeah. happy to share ideas, yeah. and yeah, yeah, it's great. Makes it really Absolutely great brilliant. community, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. So you know you were presumably there weren't that when you said you when you met. Or when you first got turned on to the Roosters guys, and the, the, the offering you, you had had up to that point wasn't wasn't great, and you were dealing exclusively with John Smiths. Was there was it just you guys who weren't taking advantage of it, or was there not a culture of people going? And there wasn't there wasn't anywhere near as many small breweries then. But <coughs> was there not a culture of, of buying directly from individual? Independent um, breweries. I think there would have been. Mm. Yeah, there would have been. Yeah, yeah. because um, 
We we used to we did used to buy. Uh, we started to buy off off uh, breweries directly. Yeah. I remember. Um, I remember uh, Springhead, who were in Newark, I think. Right. Nottingham, no, Newark, where they used to deliver direct, which, right. which, I mean, they must have been doing a few pubs yeah. because you wouldn't travel from, yeah. and uh, and we started to get a bit beer from yeah. from around and about, so, um, and there would have been other pubs, I mean, I'm like, there would have been other pubs in the area doing mm. really good yeah. cask cask yeah. beers, yeah, um, like. Uh, uh, like the Duck and Drake, I, I imagine they probably had a decent range of cask at the time, and and there would have been, you know, there'd have been others knocking about that mm. had some decent beers on. Yeah. Um, but uh, a lot of regional stuff. I'm, I'm, we used to get Abbeydale in a bit, which right. I really liked yeah. their beers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we started to do that. Yeah. Mm. I remember because we were talking about uh, porters and stouts, because we uh, we when we opened the Cross Keys. Oh, that's right. We, yeah, we, yeah. Uh, we opened it without Guinness, and um, but the difficulty we had was finding breweries that would that that were brewing a porter or a stout on a regular basis, yeah. and there were there were there weren't many at all. You weren't getting no many options. No, it was very very few. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I bought four cases. Got four cases. I gave my mum, I gave my mum and dad one. Are they, are they like, are they into the beer? Uh, I'd love to say yes. Yeah, they like it The truth yours. is, they like no, they, they genuinely like the beer. Yeah. But, but they'll also they'll go out they'll buy crap. Yeah. You know they will they'll yeah. go out and buy rubbish, and it breaks my heart. Yeah. But um, but but they do like the beer and they yeah. they genuinely like it. You know, I, it, it's good if you can get. Because you never change some people's ways, but if you can get them, if you get people to, it's nice if they'll just yeah. try it. I know, yeah. I know people like my uncle Wilf, my mum's uncle. <clears throat> oh boy, like he was in, he came with me, my nan and my mum to visit us in Euclid a, a couple of years ago and went into into a, a pub for something to eat. I think went in Weatherspoons and I said, Oh, let me get you a pint, Uncle Wolf. 
So I'll have John Smith said, no, let me try, let me get you a, a pint of this. No, it's a nice one. I've said, no, I'll drink John Smith's. It's only one pint, why don't you try some yeah. different? I'll pay for it, don't worry about it, it's fine. No, I'll have John Smith's. That's it, that's not. He's not, happy with that. You know. Not budging, yeah. <laughs> no, but who am I to say that you shouldn't be? Yeah, you yeah. Should, you should try, experiment. But I know it's it's rewarding if you Yeah, do, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's it. Like, I've... I have I have got them drinking. I've had them drinking really good beer, and yeah. they and they they like it and they'll appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they've had beers that I've taken up that my mum's um, really particularly liked, mm. or, or me or my dad's loved, or whatever, you know. But um, but they also, you know, when I go up, uh, if I if I look in the fridge, I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, that sinks. <laughs> if I haven't taken something with this, um, yeah. And do you still drink it though? <laughs> No. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you, you think, oh, I'll have an Depends. It depends how bad it is, it is. Yeah. yeah. If it's. It's Lynx yeah. Lager. Uh, Lynx Lager, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> if, we, if it's a stubby, I'd probably say yes. Yeah. If it's a bottle of bud, I'll say no. Yeah. It's uh, a. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's a funny old thing. But yeah, I got them. I mean, like, my mum, uh, she really likes Brooklyn Brown Ale. All right. Which I was like, yeah. dead chuffed with yeah. that. And. Uh, my dad would have a bit of Sierra Nevada, yeah. pale ale. Yeah. So the, you know they'll, they'll they'll drink a decent beer and that's really good. and really appreciate it. And they'll it. like it, but yeah, you really like that's it. That's nice. That's a good. I result. guess it's. I guess the. I guess what they do is they they buy, a, what they can afford, mm-hmm. what's available, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's it really. Yeah, if they've and, not got a craft beer bottle shop down the end of the road exactly yeah to the next town for the sake of a yeah. three four hundred mil three three thirty mil bottles are there? there's not a lot of craft beer no. bottle beer shops in Sunderland no it's not um, is there not is there not much you've seen at all there must be, uh, must be a few places to drink yeah, it's getting better mm. it's getting better and there's a couple mm. of there are a couple of bars now that have um, that have a good beer range there's a uh, when we canned uh, there's a bottle sh- well there's a deli and bottle shop called Mglug which is uh, in Granger Arcade mm. in Newcastle and they ordered our beers. Oh, yeah. I was chuffed to bits, yeah. absolutely chuffed to bits, because uh, I was like, you know, straight on Facebook, get in, you know, anybody, everybody in Sunderland, yeah. get get across go the town, go and, <laughs> go, and, uh, go and buy this. I was just dead happy to, to, to see the beer yeah, land in the North East. That's nice, man. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, but I think, uh, I mean, you know, you know yourself now, it's like you go to the supermarket and there's, there, there's you can get decent beers. Yeah. Um, you get Sierra Nevada wherever you go, mm-hmm. pretty much. So, yeah, um, yeah you get in Tesco's is a bad example for, for beer booths. It's fantastic. I mean, even if you go in Tesco's now, you've got Sierra Nevada and Lagunitas and Brooklyn yeah, and yeah. Others, yeah, and Marxies and it's and it's yeah. grown range of beers. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the, the future's bright for someone yeah. into, into beer. Do you think um, Do you think Ilkley will can at any point? Uh, yeah. It's on the it's on the cards because right. we recently we've just changed our we've overhauled everything so the cask range is it's kind of changed a few beers have changed a few new ones have come in a few stay the same the keg range has been solidified where before we had kind of a, a constantly rotating range of seasonal <coughs> kegs with one or two stalwarts now we've got a pretty much a, a set core range of five kegs which two of them might float in and out uncoming with seasonals but it's more of a fixed range and the cask range is reflected in 500ml bottles the keg range has been reflected in 330s but yeah. it's going to be moving on to cans right something but yeah we haven't so we haven't started brew, we haven't started bottling the new keg range yet it'll be 
bot it will be packaged initially into cans. Right, and will will bottles remain or will? But 500s will. All oh, right, okay. 500s yeah, will yeah. remain for the cask offering because we've got good feedback. You know that, that style of beer. People, people don't want a 330ml bottle of a 4% ale. That's always frustrated me. Mm. It's always, for years, that, that, that bugged the hell out of me. Mm. That, um, that, that British breweries were insistent on sticking with bigger bottles. Mm. Uh, it's just, it infuriated me because as a, as a, as a, as a bar owner, um, when you're stocking beers, the... Uh, and you want to stock some decent mm. British bottle beers, but but 500ml bottle ends up being quite expensive mm. to the customer. Mm. And if you can get it down a size, and I think, I remember Colonel started with with mm. a decent range in 330s, yeah. and I can't remember who else would have been that early in the uh, into the in the game with 330. You're not bored with that, and you don't think you think that people should be packaging the. The sessioning, well, I suppose, yeah, like I said, people do, but 500 mil bottles. It just seems, it just seems, when I, I think, I think of the end consumer, and I think, yeah. if I'm drinking a, a 4% British pale ale, or 3.5% British pale ale, or, or a, you know, an amber ale, I want, <coughs> I don't necessarily yeah. want to, no, I want a pint of it. I'd agree with you, yeah, yeah, I'm more thinking like, it was everything. Yeah. Absolutely everything, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. It came in a 500 yeah. mil, apart from uh, Guinness, mm -hmm. Guinness exports and all that. Yeah, they were but, in the little, ang little like, angular bottles. Yeah, yeah, but um, but everything was in a was in a in a big yeah. bottle. Yeah. That's um, not the case now, is it? It's, it's not. No, and I think that's good. I think yeah, it's good yeah. to have um, to, to have uh, like what we do with with two different sizes and and. Uh, was it? Was it? Uh, are you, was it? A, an easy decision for you guys to come to to, to package small package into cans. Did you ever consider bottles? We did a we did a couple in bottles, yeah. very 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 small range and yeah. very basic uh, yeah. uh, setup. And um, the we did uh, full fathom five, the mm. coconut coffee porter, mm. and that that was that was pretty good. Um, and we did Sputnik into bottles as mm. well. Just a very very short run, very tiny run. Like almost insignificantly small, yeah. um, and the quality, the consistency of that was a little bit iffy between mm. bottles, uh, but it was just like a test run really for yeah. for us. Um, and then, Canon, I always wanted to do it. Mm. You know, I remember we visited um, before the can thing took off here. Mm. We were uh, John and I were at Duval Mortgat visiting the brewery mm. and uh, really good guys over there they, they took us around we had, a, we had a pretty heavy couple of days which involved karaoke in the middle of Brussels <laughs> at four o'clock in the morning but uh, ended up at the, at, at the brewery on the, the following day as a, on a bit of a tour and, um, and I remember going around we went into the uh, uh, what's his name Jay something I can't remember his surname like head of marketing or design or something like that. Mm. And we got into their offices and I saw a can of Vedette. All right, yeah. And I was like, my God, how yeah. cool does that look? It looked class. You know, at the time I was yeah. like blown away by how the si the, the, amazing yeah. it looked. It yeah. looked really smart. Because um, <coughs> you just, all we'd ever seen was soft drinks in yeah. cans like that. Yeah. And I remember the first one thing I saw was probably a, probably a Beaver Town one. Right. 
yeah. not that long ago, you yeah. know, only a few years ago. And this, this, just I'd never even really conceived that the people were packaging beer into cans, even though there was obviously worse people yeah. before that. And that hit me at the same time as seeing that amazing artwork. And you thought, oh my God, you've got all this surface area to design on. And, the, and yeah. they didn't they? Oh, well, they still do it well, but there's other people doing it well as well now. So you kind yeah. of you forget about that a little bit. But the first time you saw that can all painted the whole way around, it was amazing. amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. We went down to where uh, it was the uh, <coughs> when was the Olympics? What year was that? Twelve? Uh, Four years ago, wasn't it? It was 2012. Yeah. So at the time, was it? Was it? The, is it Olympics and the World Cup in the same year? It was 2012, I'm sure it was. Because there was the, the uh, oh, mate, what was that TV series? That was called 2012, was 2012, it? 2012, of course it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I went down, uh, and there was the, um, uh, I think it was the American Craft Beer Association, did uh, put a night on in so in Covent Garden somewhere, and it was, uh, uh, um, it wasn't at uh, the Porter House, was it? It was a it was a launch for craft beer in the UK, and it was they maybe had a range of about six cans, mm. um, American, all yeah. American, Scarberry, um, God, I can't remember what else now, and and loads of people went down to it. I went down, met uh, with one of our managers at the time, and met uh, Steve Holt mm. from Vertical and uh, Andreas Fault. From, from Vertical, mm. they were there. I think Andreas maybe led the night or mm. set it up or something like that. I'm not really sure. Loads of beery people were there, and, and it was like a real big thing. And there were very few cans about at the time. And it's just like four years ago. Mm. Yeah. I think, my God, look at it mm. now. There are cans of beer in Marks and Spencers mm. um, of, of good quality, uh, so-called yeah, craft that's, beer. That's the way everyone's moving, isn't it? But we've. In, in, in trying to make the decision over whether two can or not, there's the obvious pros about about cans. Yeah. You know, blocking out the light and the the lighter to, yep. to transport, blah, blah, blah. It, but it never really occurred to me that some outlets, some venues wouldn't want it. I, went, I was in a restaurant in Leeds the other week having a chat to them. It's not the Reliance, was it? It wasn't the Reliance, no, no, no. It wasn't the Reliance, but it was it was Stockdale's. Right. I was in there. They were looking at getting a new range of bottles, and while I was chatting to them about it, I noticed I had some Magic Rock cans in the fridge, one of each, like I brought one of each. I, yeah. I assume that they, they'd been given a sample. So I said, oh, you've got some Magic Rock cans in there, some nice beers down there. He said, yeah, they're quite nice, but there's no way we can have them on the menu because... Our, the owner of this place will not have cans on the tables in the restaurant. So it looks, it brings it down. It doesn't look right. classy. They want glass bottles oh, right. or, right. or nothing. Yeah. So it's not for everyone. Even though I think that's probably in the mi- that's probably in the minority of yeah. Who, who, who yeah, I think it is. Cans. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I mentioned the Reliance because uh, I know that uh, I think that Steve mm. in the Reliance. I think he's uh, not not no, keen on it. getting. And getting cans in because of that reason, uh, I don't think so. No. I'm not sure what his reason for it is. I've not really pushed him on it. Um, What's a little bit loutish, I suppose, isn't it? swigging out of a can of menu, but you'd, you'd probably have it in a, in a bottle, in a, in a glass, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what the reason is. You can get more in the fridge, yeah, which is yeah, good, you, you know, nice. and stack up nice. Yeah. And, and like you say, you know, you can use the whole almost yeah. the whole set of surface yeah. area. For me, it was always like because with the brewery, I'm 
you know, we I value really good quality beer. Mm. Um, I value uh, good service, and um, and and I like nice design. Mm. And that, you know, they're, they're sort of where where we uh, we always wanted to marry a really nice design with a really good quality product. Yeah. That was really important to us. And these do look nice, mate. Are you happy with these? I'm really, really happy. I'm chuffed a bit. Yeah. It's a lad called uh, James uh, Ockleford who we've we've worked with for many years. Right. And you just brief him, do you? And he comes up with the design. Yeah, he's he's great. He, yeah. um, I've known him for donkey's yeah. years. Yeah. He used to. We knew each other. We were in bands. Right. Years and years yeah. and years ago, and that's uh, that's how the the friendship started. Yeah. And he, um, he he's done this, and but he's becoming. Like really, he is crucial to to yeah. to our. He does, he does all your design posters, flyers, labels. We, we actually, I mean, at the brewery, pretty much yes. Mm. At the bars, we have a couple of different people right. um, who who do bits. And this is a this is a stickered can on stickered on a, on a plain can. It is. Yeah. Is that, will will that remain as the way you're doing it? Are you going to get printed cans? Printed cans, we can't afford them at the minute. Right. It's like you have to get fifty thousand. Yeah, I need the space to store all that. Yeah. Yeah. I went into Roosters one day to pick up, uh, pick up something or the other. Um, they'd just taken receipt of the delivery of the first delivery cans, and I was like, "Oh my! It's like Mount Rushmore. Is this huge?" Yeah, it's amazing. Cans. We went to uh, we were over at Magic Rock, yeah. and uh, we were just in the area. Yeah. I think we'd been visiting uh, Brewfit or someone, yeah. and we said, "Oh, bob in and see if Rich is around and say hello." And when we and Rich is such a nice guy, yeah. he's got to be one of the nicest people in yeah. the industry. And uh, he's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll show you around if you like." So he gave us a tour, and they just received their yeah. printed cans, and it's amazing, isn't it? It's like yeah, just pallets just stacked. Absolutely high. brilliant. Yeah, it's really breathtaking. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to just like dive into yeah. all, come over, lacerated my chest. <laughs> I'm really I think tempting to jump in. I think I think uh, Magic Rock have done an amazing job with their cans. Yeah. There's, I don't want to name any names, but somebody else who's who I've just seen has got a um, a fully printed can, mm. and they were using a, a sticker, mm. and I liked it better when it was a sticker, and I don't know why. I almost feel like it felt like better. Yeah. There's a texture to this, yeah. it, and and, I, and I, theirs I, was too. I I'm think. with you there. I know people who were think that it looks awful stickered, but I don't. I don't agree. Yeah. I don't agree, and. I don't think the label doesn't look cheap. You know that is finished. It's got. It has got a. It's not just a, a, a silky finished label. It's got like a matte, matte finish, hasn't it? it contrasts with the. Yeah. Contrasts like, with the smooth can. It's nice. We, we probably invested a bit too much in the. Uh, Did you? Yeah. It's, label. it's like the. Uh, yeah. We'll be. Uh, Factory records. <laughs> but yeah, we, uh, yeah, we 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 poured all. I mean, we went through a lot of different designs and. Um, and then, you know, looking at the finish and and, and the texture and yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, it's it's you know when you start adding everything up, you know we pay for. I don't know if you'll do you know this, but you, you pay for the can, the lid, the label, the filling, mm. uh, the boxes to put the cans in, which I forgot about this week, which was a, yeah. which was a nearly a schoolboy yeah. error. I managed to I managed to find something on the internet. Just in the nick of time, like with about half an hour to spare, and they got it up to me this morning. But uh, that would have been a schoolboy error. But yeah, I mean, I didn't realise like how many, like everything would have a cost to yeah. it. 
you think you're getting one price, which is for finishing that beer in that can. But no, yeah, all, yeah, it's all totted up. Yeah, and, it, and it's uh, so it's quite costly. But it's a, it's just such a, it's great to get the product out there and yeah. get it into. I read something a, a couple of weeks ago that the, uh, the core that the. Uh, the typical craft beer drinker is aged 35 to 49. Mm. I was thinking, well, that's my age, and I don't get to the pub very often because yeah. I've got a family yeah. and and a, and a full-time job, mm. more than a full-time job. So I don't I don't get to the pub like I used mm. to. So if I'm going to, I drink, I consume most of my uh, recommended units. Yeah, at home. At home. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, well. We've got to do that. We've got to get that. We've got to get the package mm. into people's houses, and it's it's good marketing as well, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and then hopefully from that, you that acts as a springboard to get the beer into other people's pubs. And is the style of this can the beginning of a theme, or is it <clears throat> this is the, this is the, how this can is designed? The others will be different. Are you are you going for the? It's a similar. Th- yeah, yeah. So the others have a sim. Mm. There's a there's the, the there is a theme running through right. them. Which is that sort of? Yeah. It's a little bit sort of uh, um, airport code, right? You know, yeah. It's a bit like that. Yeah. It's started, it actually comes from uh, when we did the at the brewery. Um, James, uh, we wanted to brand the FVs, mm. so he branded them FV01. Right. And, and it's just come from that. And it's zero one zero two, yeah. you know, one to four, and it's like that's class. Why don't we do that on the can and? That's where it's coming from. I noticed yeah. that, and we're jumping quite ahead of you. We've not even mentioned the brewery, have we? But it does. <coughs> I noticed that on the little uh, video you've got on the website, which I encourage people to go to northbar.com. Is it northbrewing.com? Northbrewing.com. And there's a really nice little video of of the brewery being put together. Chuffed bits for that. Yeah, that looks great, man. That looks really good. That's well worth doing. Yeah, it really is. And you can you get a little shot on there of the the FVs all labelled up. And yeah, it looks nice. It's not just written on it. It's a nice font on there, Sidra. Is it? Or is it, is it? Is it etched in there? How, it's a, yeah. It's a sticker. Remember. It's a sticker it's on a bit, it. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But big, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I remember now. Yeah, yeah. But I remember look. I remember them catching my eye. <coughs> and when did the? <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> the second. So you, you've you've been on with North Bar as a ve- as a as a single venue for how yeah. long uh, before you opened the second one? Well, eight years. Eight. Yeah. You had that just that one on its own for eight years. Yeah. yeah. Well, what happened was in that time. So we had we opened North in '97, and uh, John and I were there. And John went off and did. He opened the Reliance. All right. With Joss Ainsworth, yeah. who's the uh, the one of the corners there. So John did that, and then John and I did the Cross Keys. Yeah. And then we did further north. And then around then, um, um, Joss's uh, partner, uh, Bex, mm. was working, she was managing the Reliance, and um, they went travelling for a bit, and then they came back and they were like, they had a, like this life-changing moment. So they uh, got together with John and said, look, we'd like to buy you out. So they right. sold. And John wasn't really involved in the Reliance yeah. very much at the time. Yeah. He was uh, he was uh, almost like a silent partner by that yeah. point. Um, so John sold his half to Bex, and now they call him that. Right. And and then we we cracked on with mm. with a just kept on opening. Yeah. Well, we we did a few in in a couple of years. Yeah. 
So that, that leaves you in a total now of how many? That, that brings you to a total of? Seven bars. Seven and bars. And then the brewery as a, as a separate business. And are they, do they all run themselves pretty much? Are, are, you've got a manager in place at each of those venues yeah. who looks after the beer list, they looked after the events, staffing, or are, are you still very much involved in all those things as well? We're, we're, we're involved. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh, but we have, over the last few months, got a, 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 a team of managers in that we, you know, it's like we've suddenly clicked where very strong across the board, yeah. I think. Um, and and then uh, with that, as over that time, um, head office has grown as well. Mm. So there's um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of us in head office mm -hmm. now. So there's a big support team there as well. Um, we've got an ops manager, yeah. um, you know, somebody looking after social media. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're not we're not involved like we used to be, but we're still, you know, like when Leeds Indie, Indie Food was on, we, we were getting involved a lot. Yeah. And uh, I think I might have saw a couple of pictures of you on on the Twitter or something around that time. Probably, yeah. I've enjoyed yourself having a good time. Oh, uh, <laughs> you didn't see the uh, the. Was any of uh, the video footage off the uh, I didn't the, the any bus, video did you? Footage. No, no. Was that was it? There was a tour, was there that night? Yeah, we was, did the bus tour. Yeah, so around all your venues. Yeah, yeah. We started off at the Cross Keys yeah. and went round. We had a, we had a beer at each one, and a bit of food at the Cross Keys and a bit of food in Harrogate, and we went round each one. And I was I was doing it, and because last year I just had a little, and right. so John did the bus tour last tours oh, last year. Thing you do that? We we did it last year for the first time right. for Leeds Indie Food. Yeah. And this we did it again this year. So uh so it was my turn and and I was like, right, I've got a bus full of they they John and uh, Carolyn in the office designed the uh, the route mm -hmm. and what was gonna be drunk where. And, oh so you couldn't and, go in and choose your own and at bit what, you? No. And right. at, and at what time. Yeah. You know, so it was like it was it was regimented. Yeah. And uh, so then, like a few days beforehand, they were like, "There you go. That's that's the that's the schedule." And I was like, "Where's the brewery?" And I'm like, well, "There's no time for the brewery." And Karen was really like cross with me. She was just no time for the brewery. I was like, "Come on, we've got to, I can't have a bus full of people and not take them to the brewery we've just opened." And uh, she was just like, "No." And then she turned up on the night. Just I was like, "I think she's <laughs> she's eating a sort of chaperone this." Yeah. <laughs> so you couldn't make it to the brewery. I made it to the brewery. <laughs> I dragged them in. I managed to yeah. shave off about ten minutes at each venue, and then and then we we were coming back in. The last stop was meant to be North Bar, right? So we're done further north in Preston, and we're driving it to town. I was like, driver, this way, yeah. <laughs> and took them to the brewery, and, and ended up doing a very drunken and impromptu and layman's terms uh, brewery tour. Right, excellent. With, with and, the, and did you uh, yeah. you end up finishing there or did you all mission down to North Bar after it that? Jumped on the bus, took me to North Bar and that was where it it, uh, it ended. Descended. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good fun. Must be must be difficult to you know going back to sites being individually managed. Must be difficult not to micromanage especially if it's you've put so much Current attentions, things over the years, just to let trust someone else. It's really, it's yeah, really tough. Right yeah, people. yeah, it is. It's really tough. I, I think, I think I manage it a little better than mm. John does. Yeah. 
and I think that's because of well I think because of two reasons I think one is that is John's proximity because he lives yeah. in Leeds yeah. so he's closer to, yeah. geographically closer to the venues I think he finds it a little more difficult than I do mm. to let go of that um, I, you know I, that's a I'm lucky that I mm. live a bit further. Um, and the, and the other thing is, I don't think you can really grow if you don't give other people a bit of autonomy and you mm. don't give them a bit, you don't just, you show them how it's done properly mm. and then take a step back and let them do yeah. it. Because I, I think you have to. You know, the, uh, the, the, the power of a team is far greater than the power of one man who's who's might be might be you know really going to know lots of things. But you can have lots of people who know that, and then if you can if you can find those people to join your team, and you can step back and trust them to do it, then I suppose it's that's got to be yeah. beneficial for everyone, hasn't it? Yeah. Cam seems like a nice lad. I speak to him. Oh, he's phone. brilliant. He's Quite he's he's work, really yeah. good. Yeah. We've um, he is. I mean, we've got. Not sincere fans with him. Yeah. He's a, he's a really good manager. Yeah. He's a really really good manager, yeah. and he's he's a good salesman, yeah. and he's a good people person, yeah. and he knows beer, and he knows spirits. He's yeah. he's like the full package. He's, he's really good, yeah. and he's uh, and he's really thorough. How would you like? Uh, one of the difficulties you have is, I think uh, this sounds this is a horrible thing to say, and I don't mean it to sound. I don't mean it to sound so. Um, I don't mean it to sound in any way derogatory to any of our staff. Mm. But I kind of think, you know, John and I probably think that we could manage the venues better than anybody else. Mm. Probably. That's what we probably think. Yeah. In that, probably think. You probably think. I'd do it better than anyone else would mm. do it. I'd make sure everything's ticked. Mm. And it's probably not true. Yeah, I, yeah. But do you know what I mean? It's that I sort of thing like, well... Because I've worked for people who definitely, definitely think that. And I think it is very easy to, to stand back with, albeit with your own things, on your own plate for stuff as well, it's easy, it's easy to, to look at the... The minor faults or mistakes people might make. Exactly, it is. Yeah, when yeah. You're not yeah, you're spot on with the workload yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. And spot on. Yeah. That's exactly that, it. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. it. And I think, but as long when, as you keep that in mind, then yeah. it's fine. But it's when you get a boss who won't, who won't see that, yeah. then that's when it becomes difficult. And when you remind yourself of that, and you think, right, you know, if I take, um, like, if I take, all right, let's say North Bar for example, and yeah. I, I wouldn't really, I shouldn't really be. Speaking of, about one individual site or one individual person, yeah. but say North Bar, if I was like, if I walk in and go, well, that chalkboard's not right. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's, that's and classic. if I was here, yeah. it would be. But then I go, well, but if I was here, so and so might have left because yeah. I'm not man managing yeah. them yeah. properly, or uh, I might run out of this or mm. that or whatever, you know. Yeah, and actually, and I look at Cal and go. He is class mm. and he's doing a dead good job. Mm. And all right, the blackboard might be not yeah. quite right, but there's not a light bulb out. Mm. Fair play to him for that. Yeah. And the menus are out on the tables, and table service is happening. Yeah. And and you know you can't you can't get everything done. Yeah. And also, it was a very different job when we were doing it, because when John and I were behind the bar, and when we opened in '97, we were we were there twenty like all the time. Mm. You know we we. We 
had very few days off in that first mm. year, and um, we were there like full, properly on it. Um, when, when did when did it when did it phase out? You you doing the night shift? Uh, ooh, about. 2004 or five. Right, so you still did a little yeah. bit of the cross keys when we opened yeah, that. Yeah. Um, about then, yeah. Yeah. So you but, did uh, your you did your time yeah, from yeah. opening it until yeah. then, and then you've managed to have. Oh, I'm not. I, I, sh I, I can't assume that you've just been hanging out, and relaxing all the time. Yeah. You've not been at work, but you've had more time to do. Yeah, in the evenings, more of more sociable. Life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Since then, and we still have night commitments. Cause yeah, of course. Because you're, you're in the industry, but yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, it's a different job now. Yeah. Like, I look at Carl and think, well, Carl has to think about the social media. He has mm. to think about he has to think about like um, staff training and uh, and um, health and safety and yeah. risk assessments oh, and like and you know, red tape. so much paperwork yeah. that to, that we. To be fair, when we opened, we didn't really think about. All the food hygiene in inspections like food, that then, did they exist? Um, it was very, very, very basic, very yeah. minimal. Have if, you got a food if, menu, if at you, all. in some of the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's a different they, they job did, now. You, you know, he has so yeah. much more to do than yeah. we had then. Yeah. yeah. At the time, all we had to do was make sure the bar was clean, stocked and yeah. open and staffed. Yeah. You know, that was pretty much it, really. Mm. You know, he's got to worry about social media, mm. marketing, events. Yeah. You know, he's got he's got a lot more on his, on his list than more, we had. Yeah, yeah, a lot more to think about. And then, when because we've, we've touched upon it once or twice, when did the the brewery come about? Well, we started thinking about it in two thousand, probably about two thousand and four. I would say yeah. seriously. Yeah. And and then it just sort of like you know we looked at a site over at Tower Works. Mm. We and then it went on the back burner. Mm. And then you look at something else, and it goes on the back burner. Yeah. We looked at a couple of acquisition opportunities. Mm. Over the years, you know, breweries that were people were were selling up, or, or the brewery wasn't working that was out a as it was. Real consideration for our buying. Yeah, there were, yeah, there was a couple like that, yeah. um, and we thought about maybe a micro, you know, doing a micro pub or yeah. something like that, yeah. brew pub, um, yeah. and and it just came on the cards and off the cards, mm. and we get distracted by opening bars, mm. and then about two years ago we got together with. So there are three of us who have like the major shareholding. Yeah. yeah. Uh, myself and John and a chap called Stephen, and we got together and went right. We're going to do this or what? And now's the time and you, and you because yeah. the market is going, yeah. and um, and before you know it, it will be there'll be far too much competition. There's a lot of competition out There's there already, already. especially yeah. around around yeah. Leeds. But we got to the. But we also got to the point where we were quite fortunate in that having seven bars, mm. we could open a brewery that would service them, mm. and it would more or less make it uh, sustainable. Mm. Yeah. And then the lads at Belgrave and Hedra House put a little bit of money in the pot and yeah. and took a you know took a little. And then you get two more share bars. For that. Two more yeah. bars. Yeah. Um, so it it was like it was like well this is a. A bit, yeah. it's becoming a brainer. Yeah. This, yeah, we're in a the very fortunate position where we can open a brewery that um services venues that mm. we own. It's not the same company, but mm. services venues that we own and a, and a couple of others where we can get immediate response to the beer. Mm. 
and we could we you know if there are, if the if the beer is not what the consumer is 100% happy with yeah we can change it like that yeah. we can get the next beer yeah. there will be yeah. you know we'll know what the what the issues are yeah. and we'll get a uh, and the we're speaking directly to the venues mm. all the time um because you had you had a beer prior to having a brewery didn't you you had someone a local brewery brewing your house your house yeah we brewed um with Kirkstall. Yeah. so we went over designed a beer yeah. with them yeah um prototype mm -hmm. and uh so we've been selling that for maybe three years mm. and um and then when we opened the brewery we took that recipe and seb um, our head brewer seb brink he he developed it he, he turned it into his own yeah. Um, so that uh, as a beer, it's still it's very different to what it, how it was. Is it, I'm going to say if you did a side by side, do you think you would? You'd yeah, I think you would notice the difference. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was. Uh, do we brew it with uh, Dave Sanders, who's who who used to be at Elland? I think Dave might have been the head brewer at Kirkstall yeah. at the time that we originally brewed it with. Mm. Um, yeah, quite a few years ago. And then. <clears throat> Yeah, presumably that you're, you've taken yeah you've taken full control of that and you're you're brewing that. Yeah, that's I mean, pretty much exclusively for our venues mm. in Hedrohas and Belgrave, yeah. and and then because it's in cask, and we have a very small number of casks. Actually, we borrowed casks off uh, Ilkley. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I rang up Luke one day. We were Recently. stuffed. Oh, about maybe about eight weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. We were um, we were. We were um, we were short, yeah. well short on our casks, and uh, and Seb rang us up and went, we're out of casks, and I'm racking. I was like, no, what are we going to do with this? And he's like, well, there's two options here. Yeah. We'll find some casks from somewhere, or um, it has to go down the drain. I was like, we can't do that, we can't do that. And uh, and Luke, being the gent that he is, rang up and was like, Luke, is there any chance you can sort us out here? And he went, yeah, there'll be somebody at the brewery till four o'clock. If you want to get up yeah. now, so uh, we legged it up there and, oh, uh, and borrowed some casks. Yeah, well, yeah. A... the constraints of being a small brewery, yeah. you know, we've got limited, very limited resources. Yeah. So uh, well, we've got plenty, but there's times of year that we're yeah, Christmas. yeah. Well, that's it because be out there. yeah, because yeah. like you, you, your brewery opened in the way that most breweries do, where you open the brewery looking for customers mm. off the bat. Mm. We were quite fortunate in that we already had that pool of customers. Our own little, mm. very small pillow customers. Mm. There's the danger that you become a little bit complacent and don't then look for extra. How much do you sell outside your network? Then? We've only just started to, mm. you know, the last couple of months. So we have a regular account with, um, we have two taps on at Sheep Street Cafeteria, mm. um, two permanent taps on there. Um, we've, got a, we've got a tap or two on at Outlaws Yacht Club. Right. And we're selling through Ebria that we've had a quite a bit of mm -hmm. uh, beer go out through there. So um, White Locks or something as well. Yeah, we've done yeah. a bit in White Locks. Yeah, yeah. so we're uh, we're starting to starting to get it out there. Speaking um, of speak, sorry to interrupt you there. I'm sorry. Speaking of uh, Luke, when when we interviewed Luke, he mentioned something that he'd read that you guys were are you using or are you subbing out hops for uh, some type of medicinal herb in one of your beers, yarrow or something like that. Was that you? Oh, uh, yeah, we, we used uh, bog myrtle. Oh, right, yeah. yeah and in in, uh, in a pale ale. Uh, exclusively, or was that just...? 
Yeah, yeah, place, instead of hops. hops. Um, yeah, uh, Seb did that as a in in one of the pale ales. Yeah. People loved it. Did they? Yeah, yeah. We um, you that. Uh, did we have? I think we might have had a few casks. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, it was mainly keg, yeah. but we haven't got any at the minute. And we were going to do, uh, I think, because um, we brewed with um, yeah Port Street Beer House mm. yesterday. Yeah, and um, uh, and. The guys there wanted to do. Um, they wanted to do a bog myrtle beer, but we couldn't get any. I think uh, could, it must be seasonal, so right, yeah. we couldn't get any right now. So we've ended you don't up have to um, wait until the bog myrtle season. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it, it was it was good actually because we got it was it was it was Seb did it out of because of out of his own curiosity and interest in the in uh, the ingredients, but actually it became a good talking point and we got some really good exposure from it because um, with the hop shortages and it must have saved you a bit of money as well is it, is uh, it, is it, is yeah I think so yeah. yeah I know hops can be obviously pretty expensive, very expensive yeah, yeah. but I don't know how much bog myrtle costs I don't think it's a lot of money no no, no not like <laughs> uh, not in not like galaxy um, yeah, so it, it, we were with the hopper shortage. Yeah. People's were it became a talking point. Yeah. So we had a couple of uh, news features with mm. it. You know, speaking to the BBC and yeah. bits and bobs and people asking about it. Yeah. it was uh, Excellent. Good. And so there will be plans to do something like that again when the Absolutely, season, yeah. season returns. Yeah, it was a really it was a yeah. really uh, popular beer. Yeah. So we'll, we'll definitely do it again. Yeah. That's one, man. And is there anything? Anything in the uh, short term we should be looking out for from from the brewery or from the um, any events going on? With any luck, we'll be canning uh, transmission tomorrow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have, that doesn't get scuppered again. Yeah. Uh, there literally it was at one point a spanner in the works. <laughs> they were literally in there uh, trying to fix it. So hopefully we're, we're canning transmission tomorrow. And I'm dead excited about that because yeah. it's like... First it, time? Uh, yeah, it's the first time mm. we canned that. So we did... Herzog that you're drinking now and Sputnik on the same canning run mm. um, uh, a, uh, about three weeks ago I think and we've sold out of that now Excellent. which I'm chuffed to bits yeah. with it was a really short run yeah. I'm really happy that it's sold out I'm yeah. a bit frustrated at the same time because you don't want to you want to maintain your supply really um, but having said that the Sputnik in particular was it was a little undercarbed mm. And um, so it's a learning curve, isn't it? You you you, you realise that afterwards. Are you forced carbonating, or, or are you? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we, um, I think, we'll be borrowing. A, uh, we've got somebody we're going to borrow a carb stone off, uh, a better carb stone yeah. than we've got yeah. to try out on one of our forthcoming brews. Excellent. And if that's if there's a notable improvement, mm. then we'll we'll have to invest in some new carb yeah. stones and. Uh, make that a bit better but um so it, it was a really short run and the flavor was great mm. really good i was really 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 happy with it um but we would like a little bit more carbonation what, in it what's the style of that beer sorry did you say that? it's five percent pale ale so it's a, pale, yeah. yeah um so you do a short run like that and you mm. you, you have a little mistake and yeah. it's i say mistake you have what you you might deem as a fault mm -hmm. lots of people i've not seen anything online saying it was crap do you, do you, do you yeah, spend yeah. your time looking? Yeah, yeah, you, you have a... You, have a you, you read reviews and you look yeah. about what people are thinking. How, yeah. Do, I'm, I don't know if I, I'd be 
Yeah, I'm. I try. I not, I'm not expecting a great lot of listeners for this, but I'm already thinking to myself, I don't, I can't handle seeing all the negative. You know what? Criticism. I mean, and the good stuff probably isn't even that good to be getting too excited about that either. I, I think you just end up. Like I take it with a pinch of salt. I don't spend too much time on it. No, I'll have a look. I'll have a Google. Christian nah, Townsley. <laughs> no way. No way. For like, nah, yeah. not. I'll, I'll, I'll go and have a little look on, um, on uh, Untapped. Right. You know, maybe a couple of times a week. Yeah. John will look daily. Mm. He looks at it a lot, and and I think it's good. It's good to. I think it's really good to see what your customers are seeing. Mm and to react to complaints mm. if needs be. Yeah. But having said that, excuse me, there'll come a point when you, you can't keep that up, you can't sustain that, unless you employ somebody full-time to, to do it. You know, I mean, imagine, mm. I imagine Sierra Nevada, can't imagine they get that many complaints, but I imagine Sierra Nevada, have, you know, if, if they're going to respond to all of the complaints mm. on all their social media outlets, they must have somebody dedicated to that full-time. Mm. And uh, we're not of that sort of... So y- you could just keep yourself awake all night really worrying about it so I'll dip in and out mm. you know I like to see what our overall rating is and and if it drops I'm yeah. uh, uh, you know bothers me yeah. and some of the comments you think but then you, you know yeah, I think you can it, work out whether people are, have genuinely got a, a gripe or they just they just, com, just complainers yeah you can all you have to do is look back and if they're moaning about everyone then I suppose it's not too much of a yeah. issue is it yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah. You, you'll be alright with this <laughs> Well, I can't, I, I, listen, I will, I'll go back and, and I will say, I will reiterate, I don't expect, from previous experience in other podcasts, I don't expect to have too many listeners. But I suppose if I tell you it's coming out, you can... you can. We'll get out there, tweet we'll it, tweet it. Because yeah, it's we'll, for you, so yeah, yeah. that uh, so makes it a little bit easier to do you, it. Do you promote um, the other podcast? Will you promote the other podcast on this one as well? Like, yeah, uh, the other podcast at the end. I'll yeah, probably yeah. just I'll give it a little mention. Because that's great. I really enjoy yeah, we'll listen to episode one. I stand yeah. I have uh, uh, like a hand hands free kit in the yeah. car, but the car's at the garage, so I'm in my father in law's car yeah. at the minute. So I, I can't do anything like that in the car at the yeah. minute. I'm just I'm just stuck with uh, Rio Four yeah. and, and the the uh, the other depressing uh, fact that is the uh, the EU referendum. So I'm I'm, oh, I'm burdened with that at the Tuesday, minute. Isn't it? It's Tuesday, yeah. yeah. You, you strike me as a big big leave, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm firmly, firmly in. Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm. Uh, I'm alive, dead, dead, dead worried about yeah, it. Yeah, me too. I'm, really st- I'm stressed out actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Seriously, yeah, it's as, as a business me. owner, just as a c- civilian. Everything. Yeah, yeah both. Yeah, it, it's really bothering yeah. me. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'll. Uh, I think I'll go to bed really early on Thursday night, and then get up. I, I get up quite early anyway, mm. so I'll maybe get up about four and mm. see where we're up to. If I, if I get a lot of sleep, what are you th- what are you feeling about it? I'm yeah, I suppose a little bit anxious about it. I think it would be a very bad thing for us for us all. By the time anyone's hearing this, we'll know. It's happened. Sh- we'll, yeah, we'll know for sure. Yeah. So we might be all we might be all shaving headed. <laughs> it's like jacket bomber, this is bomber this is forever. I mean, it's for our lifetime, isn't it? This is mm. if 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 uh, if we walk out. That's undoing a lot of hard it's work. It's not. It's not. Yeah, we're not back in in a couple of years' time. That's it. Mm. It's, uh, we'll be out. Scotland will be. They'll be back in. Yeah. <laughs> it's. It's. Oh, it's horrible, man. It's horrible. I was stressing about that tonight, thinking, 
Shit, what's Scotland going to do? Yeah, well, they're not going to fucking hang around, are they? Yeah. They'll be that. They'll give the, them the fuel they need to leave. To leave, all of a sudden go to. What, fair play to them. What worries me is what I heard on the news was that if um, if Scotland as a nation, so if we vote, if England votes out, yeah. If, uh, let me get this right. If Scotland votes out as well. Mm then they can't trigger um, another... It doesn't automatically trigger, or it doesn't give them the uh, ability to, to another trigger referendum. another referendum. It's if there's a big difference between the two countries, mm. that's what gives them mm. the leverage to say, right, we want to call another referendum on the on the, on the Great Britain. Mm. That's what I heard on the radio tonight. Yeah. But I was thinking... Your run-of-the-mill person on the street probably doesn't know that, and is probably thinking, "Well, if we vote out, we're going to have another referendum," because they've heard that. Mm. If we have, a, if, we're, if we're out of this, then we'll have another referendum, and then and we can and then we can shuffle off. And I was thinking, off. "Shit, Scotland's mm. everyone in Scotland's going to vote out," and then we'll be a mainly conservative. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So yeah, let's not get too deeply political yeah. because I'm not my depth. But I know I don't uh, want to yeah, go me anywhere. Too. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah. I, I don't want to... Um, how do we get on that? I don't know. Oh, yeah. we... I can't remember. Yeah. No, I can't remember. But it's looming. It's looming, yeah. It's looming, mate. Well, thanks very much for having me again. And we've been breaking off into little 20-odd-minute uh, chunks, and it looks like we've managed to, to save them all. I know how I got onto it. It's because I was listening to your podcast, and it's dead oh, good. Oh, yes. Your podcast, first podcast, yeah. your, your other podcast. Yeah. Well, Episode one. And, and uh, I, you know, I'll admit I shed a little tear. That first story, man. Oh my God! Which was the first story in it? Uh, the is lad, it? the school, his schoolmate. Oh God, yeah, oh, that's Andy. Man, yeah, that yeah, my, is that a real? Is that a true story? No. It's not. No. It's not. No. Ah, oh, <laughs> it's great. I, I don't think it is, mate. No, it's, I'm, pretty, uh, I'm pretty, it's a heartbreaking. Uh, so that podcast. Well is, done. That podcast is is uh, kind of the brainchild of friend of mine, Dan, who's doing some production for this, and uh, starting off with a few of his mates have, have sent in stories, and we've done, I've done a few things for it. It's called Tapes and Tales. Tapes and Tales. Why yeah. is that? Because of the music and stories. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So he, he, we send him, often just record on your phone, a little story. A lot of the other guys have put a lot more work into it, they've written more considered stories, I think, than I have, and, the, and they've sent him over to him, and he's He's made, uh, sorry, I shouldn't say lads, girls as well. He's made, and he puts the sound design and the foley, and he writes the music, puts it all on it. And so, is it his own music, or does he yeah, get other he, people's no, music? Yeah, or? he writes, he does all the music, right. composes all the music it for it. And it works really well, but it's just getting it out there. That's we yeah. came to that thing, we're just promoting it. Yeah. And he goes to uh, spoken word nights in Manchester and tells people about it and tries to get people interested. But the numbers are. Minimal, right? Minimal for each each episode. Have you ever thought about doing it live, like a live recording? Well, we've we haven't met, we haven't I haven't spoken to Dan about that, but I have been speaking to, you know, Rich Brownell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking to Rich, and I need to speak to Matt uh, Matt Grecky about it as well, who's also been on the show probably by the time we we're hearing this one. Yeah, from Zapato Brewery, formerly an employee of yours. Yeah, yeah, managed North for many years. Yeah. And they're looking after or leads beer week this year. Yes. 
So I thought it might be interesting to do a, a live recording of this podcast where we try and find a venue. Maybe I could approach you, yourself. Do it at the top if you want. Yeah, that'd be even better. Yeah, yeah. there's more space. And then have a... With an audience or...? With an audience. Yeah. The audience being the, audience being the participants. So yeah. basically I'd be sat there with the microphone. Everyone Class. Five minutes, right, come up, tell us a story about beer, ask a question yeah. to someone in the room, just spit out some bile, whatever you want to do. Five minutes. This is your forum to chat about beer. Where you go. Well, if you fancy doing it at the person. top, I'd be Brilliant. well up for it. Yeah, yeah. let's do we it. Can, uh, we can sort that out. Yeah, let's do it, man. That sounds perfect. Well, I'm glad I brought that up. That's, I was thinking where would be a good place to do it, but that sounds that work, would work really yeah. well. Yeah, thanks very much. Absolute pleasure. Nice one. Well, that's a good place to knock it on the head. Cheers, Christian. Brilliant. Thanks, man. Thank you very much. Again. What a bloody lovely bloke he is. Massive thanks to Christian for putting up with me twice and agreeing to be involved and not getting the ump when I told him immediately after the first one went tits up that we might have to do it again. In fact, I didn't even tell him I had to do it again. As soon as I told him it had gone tits up, he instantly volunteered to do it again because he'd had so much fun. We talked quite a bit at the end there about the other podcast. That's called Tapes and Tales, just for your records write it down check it out if you are an aspiring writer or not even an aspiring writer if you just like writing for fun record something on your phone and send it in to email it in to i'm going to find the address now where the whatever address is on the tapes and tales website tapes and tales let's have a look what it is i should know this shouldn't i sorry this is pretty unprofesh Accepting submissions for Series 2. See below for details. Get involved in Series 2. We're currently looking for contributors, short story writers, orators, tall tale tellers and sound designers interested in contributing to the second series of Tapes and Tales. That's just your call. If you've got any, any ideas, if you've got a story you want to tell, give us a shout, get in touch. I fucking started looking for this so I could tell you the address and I still can't find it. Hey, where are we here? Hello at tapesandtales.com. Send your stories to hello at tapesandtales.com. This is might be too much of a Tapes and Tales based rant at the very end of the last 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 episode of the, of the podcast. I'm going to rein that back and say thanks very much for listening to this first series. We've really enjoyed making it. I really hope you've enjoyed listening to it. Thanks massively to everyone who's been involved. Brian at Northern Monk, Matt from Zapato, Mark and John from Runaway, Luke from Ilkley Brewery and Colin for getting involved in the interview that day. Uh, Tom, a.k.a. Falco Zappert for the little backyard chat that you'll have heard last week. And also Christian from North Bar. Your input has been massively valuable we couldn't have done it without you and we're looking forward to getting stuck in to season two i've already spoken to paul from cloud water exclusive one of the hottest breweries in the land keen to be involved hopefully i won't go and make a, a titty myself over there i had a few conversations with dan tapper beer writer and owner-operator of the Beak Brewery, based locally but doing lots of interesting collabs with people around the country. Unfortunately, we never managed to get together this time, but hopefully we can get something sorted for Series 2. 
and I'm really keen to speak to Gaz from Mad Hatter as well. I've not spoke to him about this yet. He has quite possibly never heard of the podcast, but I'm a big fan of his, on their beer, should I say. So we want you on the show. And and that's that's about us for the for season one. So thanks again, thanks again for listening, and go and get some ale in you. Tapland's podcast has been produced by me, Gaz Eaton. Music and production support by Dan Jagger, and it has been a bloody back bedroom production so stop going around saying it's not so is tapes and tales and so as the idiot wind world music mixtape get them checked out ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.